everyone, and welcome to Good Hang, episode 83. My name is John. And my name is Nathan. And the girl we have on today, her name is Cheryl. <coughs> Petra. Stop coughing, Stop woman! Coughing, oh my Cheryl. god, you're, you're not supposed to be in the Okay, we're starting over again. Here su- we go. You're not supposed to be in the Hey Hello, there, everybody. Everyone. Damn it! Damn it! So we have Cheryl Tan as a guest today. Um, she is a return it. guest because um, on the previous episode we did mention that she was very sick. She was so sick, um, but she was still very kind enough to give us her time twice. She was sick, but she was also sick. Mm. So we have her back. No, but honestly, I I'm happy we did it again because yes. we had a much nicer conversation, uh, less puke involved, significantly less vomit. And uh, <laughs> oh, God, I'm gonna kill her with my face. <laughs> we, uh, we talked a lot about social media and uh, the the part it plays in our industry. Yes, and how it affects us as human beings. And of course, we talk about her new show, Faculty, which you guys have to watch. Mm-hmm. You have to, or I will hate you. It's on Toggle. It's yes. on Channel Five. Uh, you, I think we mentioned this about ten thousand times but please do sh- follow cheryl on social media yes we talked about that on the instagrams on the twitter uh we also play a game based on st patrick's day so hey, bottoms up everybody get your guinnesses get out? your potato and your four clovers in your guinness yes is it guinness it's guinness, right? oh, it's guinness. It's guinness. It's grand carl which one's the amsterdam one heineken there heineken. we go anyway this is a fun game uh, yes. america budweiser oh Literally, Australia Fosters. Budweiser is called America for a while. Did you know that? What? Yeah, they na- they renamed for a summer after nine eleven, right? No, no, no. Like oh. last year. Anyway, uh, enjoy the episode. We had a, a wonderful conversation with Cheryl Tan at Tetcheryl Tan. Um, and yeah, uh, see you next week. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's just ironic. No, it's just the, the biggest button on the keyboard makes it sound funny. The space bar. You should like disable it Or like put like a safety There's probably a way to put like a safety Disable jokes aren't funny Oh They are if you make them Insensitive Gosh Thanks. I'm gonna get angry letters now um, But what was I gonna say Oh yeah So we, we should address the fact that This is a A repeat a episode we've, we, A redo Not a repeat uh, This is the second time We've had Cheryl um, In the studio Because yeah. the first time uh, I was puking my guts out all yes. over everyone. The yes. look of our face was just too horrific. Covered in puke. Our smell and our stench was just too much for her and she couldn't take Every it. She, she had to puke. like interviewee tw- yeah. afterwards smelled of my puke. She had to puke for like... She had to stop the puke like three times. And we didn't feel like that was the best representation of you, Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we decided to redo this episode. It would take two. Plus yeah. Like, we were rushing it. We were like, oh, we want to get around before faculty premieres. But we'll be like... Oh. But you know what? I think it's better that faculty is out now. People have seen it. They have a better idea of the show. And Indeed, now we can talk we to do Cheryl do. about what we can expect in the future of faculty. What? Yeah. Uh, because at this point, faculty is about two weeks in. And uh, is that right? About two weeks in, right? Um, on the third week already, at least. Ooh. Now I think we're at episode 10 or something. That's fast. Yeah. It feels like only yesterday it's y'all were shooting. It's halfway through the series. Yeah. And you guys have wrapped shooting already? Yeah, we wrapped at the end of February. Okay, that's healthy. And sometimes, well, it was supposed to be mid-February, and then it was the end of February, but mm-hmm. it's okay. That, that's, okay, honestly, all things considered, that's not that big of a stretch of a, mm-hmm. for, for the schedule. Like, they have been worst, you know, they have been worse, um, where they extend the schedule by, like, a month or two months, or, like, they push back and, like, they stop filming for a month and a half in between. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, it's okay, not, well. not not fun. Scheduling over here is not always the best. Not the easiest, yeah. Not the easiest, yeah. <laughs> then you get continuity errors and stuff. Mm, yes, <laughs> there is a lot of um, people had haircuts and then they yeah. added extra scenes for like the beginning. So oh no, <laughs> very it sounds like fan Kate Mara. Yeah, yeah, very Kate Mara. Mm-hmm. What's a Kate Mara? A Kate Mara in fan stick, her hair literally changes color as the movie going along, and length as the movie goes along, and cool. it's. I don't know whether to be offended by the fact that they didn't change it. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of like they're testing our intelligence a little bit. Like, oh, maybe they won't notice this. No, I think they were just like, we can't, there's nothing we can't, we have to reshoot because this movie sucks. Look, honestly, if they can put young Princess Leia in a movie, true. CGI can do whatever the fuck they want. True, but that's in- industrial light and magic we're talking about. They, they do is, magic and light. Well, I have never heard of this movie. So, fant- it's, it's, we call it fan stick because that's how it's stylized, but it's, fanta- it's a recent Fantastic Four movie. Reboot. Oh. The reboot. And, and I was genuinely excited for it. I walked into the theater genuinely excited because I enjoyed all the actors. Miles Teller was in it. He okay. was from Whiplash. And Michael okay. B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. He was from Creed. Um, and, Kate uh, Mara is in it. She's from Ho- uh, House of Cards. And Billy Elliot. And Billy Elliot. Billy exactly. Elliot? Yeah. Which Billy Elliot? Jamie Bell. Jamie Bell? Yeah. He played Tintin. Oh, and then he And then he played the thing. Yeah. So, dude, tiny so boy, like, tiny boy, gigantic rock man. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So, so like, it had a very solid cast. And that movie with a huge Hollywood budget had continuity problems with this girl's hair? Yes. That uh, was the, it to was, put it mildly. Yeah. It, they had much... They had many, many bigger problems. Like... Flash forwarding the entire origin sequence, which why would you do that in a superhero movie? Mm. And a complete lack of cohesion or yeah, or or competent storytelling. Yeah, right. Like I don't know if you guys are into superhero movies at all, but like I think you'd agree with me when I say that some of the best parts in superhero movies are when the superheroes are learning to use their powers yeah. and like figuring out like the the limits of their strength and like. You know, like like something like Spider Man, the very first Spider Man, mm. when he's like jumping across the the, the roofs and like. Tra- yeah, but I mean that's. But you know the funny thing is that you can apply that to any movie. Like it's not just superhero movies. It's like it's how the does, learning. Yeah, like in Whiplash. Yeah. same thing. Like the learning process to get how to, yeah, drum. to get to the point where the where you become the ultimate protagonist. However, in Fantastic Four, the moment they have the opportunity to do those scenes, they flash forward to a year later. Pretty dumb. And it's just like when that happened, John and I literally sat up and looked at each other and went like, "Pretty dumb, pretty dumb." <laughs> Wait, did that just happen? Like, did, what? Pretty did, dumb. You guys have the cutest like relationship. You're on movie dates every other day. You go to we we watch night. movies that we know. Um, we need to talk about, <laughs> mm, which is a lot of movies yes. to be fair. So, yes. as a as a musician who was trained at, at Berkeley and in, in the big, you know, in the in the big leagues with the Sharks and all mm. that, I, I I had a lot of um, people being quite annoyed at Whiplash on my feed, mm. uh, portraying this very abusive teacher student relationship. Yeah. What was your take on that? I enjoyed it a lot. It gave <laughs> me anxiety for sure because a lot of that movie reflects. You lived it. It, it, Did it, you? it, it reflect. Well, no, it's not so much like it. I lived it in school. It's more so like the general pressure of being a performer and being a musician and that road to self-improvement. All those issues are addressed in the movie very tastefully. Mm. And there's always that ultimate, um, uh, what do you call it, question behind every musician's mind. Behind like, am I good enough or have I just not worked hard enough? Mm. You know? Am I and not good enough or have exactly. I just not worked hard enough? And are you, are you dragging or are you uh, rushing? rushing. Exactly. Are you? Yes. <laughs> um, but that movie addresses those things very much and it hit very close to home. Also, it had probably one of the most perfect movie endings you could ask yeah, for. Yeah. Okay, wait. Don't, don't, haven't seen you it. You haven't seen Whoa. it? I, I, live under I, thought you were, I thought you were asking out of like... 
I was. Wow, okay. You know, I do that. I I I, I get things off of my feet and I pretend to have seen movies that I haven't. (laughs) Just... So that people will think I'm cool and invite me to their podcast a second time. Yeah, it worked. Every time I turn up to an interview, I just puke so that I, I can make sure that I, I come back. Right, right, right. So, yeah, it's, oh, it's, we got it's the a full well, well We got the full Sheraton experience. Then, you play the pity card. <laughs> well, uh, it's not a pity card so much as, as a projectile vomit card. Got it. Right. <laughs> um, but played. It's a card. I recommend Whiplash. I... I think for any artist, it's required viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. Don't don't look for the most accurate portrayal of being an artist and like being a, a music student. It's I, really I, not. I think it's the spirit of it, right? It's not it gets the a spirit of it, right? It's know. definitely very dramatized. That, that's all you want from a film, anyway. Yeah, a know. spirit. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not looking to watch to a 30 hour documentary away. about what it is to become a drummer, but like yeah. to get a spirit of what that is, that fucking good. Have you seen La La Land? I have not. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm quite actually. Uh, I'm really snobby, right? So I'm. I'm in two minds about whether I think I'm going to enjoy it because, um, you get like half of the liberal hippies on my feed being like, "Oh, this this jazz movie is uh, is is very white, huh? It's, it's a lot of white people in this movie about jazz, huh?" You know, I was rewatching um the what's his name uh, Aziz Ansari SNL yesterday mm. just because I felt like it, and there's a great sketch about that. God, I love him. It's God like that, man. there's a sketch where Aziz Ansari gets arrested and he's being <laughs> uh, interrogated by two cops, and his crime was that he didn't think La La Land was that great. <laughs> oh, he recently hosted this. No, this is like this is the. The day after Trump was elected, oh, uh, was inaugurated oh rather, oh. and the the joke was like, he, oh, I he, thought Dave Chappelle got there. Oh, no, he got no, that was when he a vote. Yeah, as sorry, he was like, oh man, I don't know, it's about jazz. It's about jazz, and there wasn't many black people. And then they're like, oh really? Well, I didn't know that John Legend was white. <laughs> Which, to be fair, people say that, and they're like. There's no real argument against that. Yeah, <laughs> I guess none of the main characters. I mean, and like the people playing jazz were black too in that. Well, one I scene. mean, like it's a it's, it's a blackout for so that's what the that's what the liberals on my yeah. on my side are. And then the that the that was my main thing about why I didn't like Eight Mile. I'm like, oh. what is this shit? No, but at least Eminem is like Eminem, you know. Black. Okay, so uh, movie content aside, and whether or not it socially resonates with you, I would say just. As a movie, yeah. Watch Whiplash first, oh, okay. just because yeah. it's a much better same, movie. Same people, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna. I, I intend to watch La La Land at some point when all the hype dies down and I manage mm. to just sort of look at it as Fair. this artifact. Like, yeah. I, I think it's research anyway. I think La 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 Land is the more enjoyable movie, but Whiplash is the better movie. Really, I felt. And that asleep. said, I've rewatched Whiplash like twice. I love yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, see, I, I've watched Whiplash three, four times now, and every time the 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 final scene comes up, no spoilers, but it was just like I couldn't. Like, okay, most times when I watch a movie and I see the ending, I always think of like 17 different ideas in my head of like how they could have done it better because I think I'm a smart ass. Um, but at the end of Whiplash, I was like, no, I, there's, that thought didn't even cross my mind that that was a way to end a movie. Okay, what and other perfect movie endings? It's not a lot, to be honest. A lot of times, like, perfect movies, movie endings? movies end very strangely. Predator. Iron Man, the first Iron one. Iron Man. That was a good. That's a good call. Yeah, nice oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he says, "I am Iron Man." Yep. I'm Iron Man. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, Casablanca. Uh. Dude, he had, <laughs> he had to give her up, man. Wow. So movies um, are hard, huh? It's hard to make movies. No, I'm just. I'm trying to think of endings that really made me like sit up and go like, "Oh shit." Moonlight, mm-hmm. which I just watched. Oh, I haven't seen that. Very good. Um, Very good movie. All are, are you sure it was in La La Land? I had to check. Yeah. But I looked <laughs> at the end. You said you weren't you were watching La La Land. Pronounces it La La Land. I want to pronounce it La La Land. La La Land. That's probably better, actually. I believe it's called L A L A L A N D. 
Okay, well, I'm mm, going to pronounce nice it. That's nice, too. That's nice. Yeah. I'm going to pronounce it Moonlig Head. <laughs> is how I think that it should, it should also. Sounds very Arabic. <laughs> Land. Or, or white. That's not racist, John. <laughs> what? 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 Right? I didn't, I didn't say they were explode. They were blowing up or anything. Okay. All right. Let's anyway, back, let's hello everyone. Right, right. Back pedal and say hello to, like, to talk everyone. To something about something. Yes, we, we forgot to introduce you, Cheryl, because oh. we, we got a bit too comfortable there. No, because we, we it's our cold open. In ten minutes in, we go hello everyone and welcome. It's, it's ten episode. minutes it's, in, your cold open is ten no, minutes. No, ten minutes in, I believe we're freezing already. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, ten minutes in, we're at sub zero. What are we? Episode eighty. Three. Three. Yes. So welcome everybody to episode 83. We've got another guest with us. Yay. And she is back for a second time because the first time she she got too sick to continue. <laughs> we have Cheryl Tan, star of Channel 5's The Faculty, stage actress, um, TV host, uh, very proficient vomiter, currently dying. Yeah. Um, but yes, welcome to the show, Cheryl Tan. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hello. Um, Cheryl, I think huh? I, I do believe you hold the distinction of the friend I've seen most on taxis. Oh my good lord, thank you so much. In terms of like taking rides with her? I or wish that like ads? the taxi rides ads had my ads. Instagram handle on them so that other people could also benefit from seeing me on the taxis. Mm. It's okay, you'll 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 get there. Just keep Instagramming more. Yeah, please follow Cheryl on Instagram. She wants lots of followers. So I want I want to talk about this. So Cheryl Cheryl is an, yes. <laughs> Cheryl is an actress. Actress. Um TV host as well. TV I've, host. I've seen some of your Recently. things. Recently. Yeah. Singer, and, jazz singer. Yes, yeah. very very proficient performer, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um uh she's currently undergoing a crisis that I believe a lot of us do in this scene mm-hmm. where uh we are now realizing that the thing we hate is what defines us. Social media, everybody. Oh, social <laughs> media where the wind comes creeping down the plane. So, um, I think most people have a love-hate relationship with social media. I like to think so. Um, I, I also believe that some people have a pure love relationship with it where it's all about self-love. Yeah, I, I unfollow those people. Yeah. Well, it's um, hard, you know. I mean, if, you, if you're a person who does the self-love thing on the social all the time, chances are you really hate yourself, actually. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, but it's it's a bit of a struggle because as artists, performers, and all that, we already put ourselves out there in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe through our song, through our acting, through our comedy, through our whatever it is, um, the art part exactly the, the art, art the art part of the heart. We're putting it out there, and that is probably the most honest representation of what we want the world to see already. Yeah, to start exactly. So when you add on something like social media, Which and is a like, heart. it's it's this thing where like you need to post up stuff and keep your uh, fans updated and like keep your follower count high so that brands yeah. can approach you to advertise I mean, things it's a part of your heart that you can't be apart from for too long yeah um, or else it all will go wrong it's just very antithetical to like um, the creation process I guess but I guess social well, media in and of itself can be a creative process well let's just talk about this way let's, let's break it down all the way to the beginning <clears throat> so why do you guys do social media um, I mean, so, I can I can start. So for my okay. thing, because I recently we were talking earlier, and then I've recently been starting more and more, um, getting more and more active on Instagram. John on, at John underscore Kansio. Yeah. John underscore. But Kansio. I am an active photographer, so I've been posting more like my street photography, my portrait photography. I'm starting to cut down more and like like I'm starting to make it. I'm gonna make it in 2017. I won't post anything from my smartphone, so it's gonna be all for my cameras. That's my goal that I just made up for myself right now. You gonna be professional about Snaps. it? Trying to. I'm, I'm, I might leave here and buy a new camera, actually. Okay. Holy camo! X100F, yo. I'm gonna get what? it. You, go. you have enough what? cameras, though. No. 
and and but like the the my thing is that I just literally just want to share my work and hopefully yeah. get more people to be interested in my work and to hire me. Yeah. By the way, good hang listeners, you can hire me with a discount code. Uh, blah blah blah. Code discount. <laughs> That's the discount code. Blah blah blah. Spell it right. No, but yeah, yeah. So I I post it because I generally like sharing the work I make. So I'm different in that I don't post like selfies. I don't post. Food pics, or mm-hmm. I use—I don't know so much anymore. So why do you guys do the? And then with Twitter, it's just like yeah. I, if I have something funny comes to my head, yeah. it's kind of trying to develop my comedic voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I don't do Facebook. Well, I, those all sound like extremely legitimate reasons yeah. that I don't have at all. <laughs> oh well, I think okay. So I first started out doing it because I didn't exist on social media. Right. I had like a YouTube channel, and that's about it. And I mm. posted occasionally on Twitter, mm-hmm. but um, I was on Instagram. I was kind of opposed, not opposed to it. I just didn't care for it at first. Right. Um, this was back in the early days of it, like five six years ago i'd I'd like Mm. to say um slowly i caught on to it because i realized like um i wasn't posting anywhere at all and um that's a one-way road into irrelevance in the 21st century yes Mm. um because the thing is now like a lot of us okay so here's the reality a lot of us performers and artists would like to think there were special snowflakes and the moment we create a piece of art everyone is rushing to see it consume yeah. it or at least and like one person exactly at least one person we, we want to think that the moment we create something everyone's going to rush to it and go like that's amazing mm. but the thing is eh, most likely you have to earn that place and there's create... a lot of shit clamoring for mm. people's attention exactly and sometimes what helps a lot is to create the perception that you're someone worth paying attention to <laughs> and what helps with that is having a high follower count mm-hmm. unfortunately um, it's kind of it's the very harsh and real reality real reality that we have right now because um, it's the easiest way to go about it it's numbers driven it's literally on the front page all you have to do is click on some guy's name and you can see their value put in front of you in number form yeah. so like sometimes like oh 26k not bad Oh, 120k, mm. not bad. And literally from there, you can... Yeah, the guys can, are just as talented and yeah. who am I going to choose? And literally from there, you can devise like a plan of how much you're going to pay this one guy with 26k followers and the other guy with 120k followers. It's, crazy. it's a weird world we're living in where it's no longer strictly about ability and meritocracy. Yeah, it's exactly... It's the US government shows us that. Yeah. But it's also an interesting new world order where, like, because of that, people are stepping up their social media yep. game and it's becoming a lot more curated, it's becoming a lot more manicured, more it's creative. a lot more creative, a lot more, like, proper edits going into it. For example, like, John, he's, he's taking proper photos of his mm. camera because yep. everyone else is posting blurry phone pics. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. Look at my lights. Yeah. That's what I say. And sometimes, mm. like, I, when I post videos, I edit them on my c- computer before mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. so that... I, just so that it looks like it's been edited, yeah. I can achieve what I want to achieve because I'm I'm going for a certain thing. It's more polished, exactly. So and like, like, especially in a world where everyone is a photographer, like everyone's a photographer, in that everyone takes photos. You have to use everyone has an Instagram. Yeah, but mm. like, if you you have the equipment and the know how and the eye to be to set yourself apart, then why not just yeah. do it? Yeah. But yeah, so Cheryl, you you so you are recently like making a big social media push. Uh yeah. At Cheryl Tan, everyone. Okay, so literally. Also, your name is super ungoogleable. Yeah. Fuck. God. Okay, it's not it's the John Smith of Asia. I know, right? God, I think there are probably like way less John Smiths. Is that even a thing? No, like, there's not. There's, there's definitely more white males in the world than there are like small Chinese chicks. So, okay, right. Man, <laughs> they all get together. Oh, man. Yeah, all, all the, the white males. Cheryl Smiths in the no, world. all the white guys and all the small Asian girls. Oh, I thought you meant literally. All the John Smiths and all the Cheryl Tans. I don't know how many of them there are, though. There must be a couple. There must be quite a lot. More than a handful. At least I don't know how you can find out. The social, <laughs> the social is the thing. Uh, I'm I'm in a weird place in my life, right? I'm twenty, I'm twenty eight in a little while. It come to my birthday party, like, 
Hey. Yeah. You hear that, listeners? Yeah. Come, come, come. <laughs> oh. Details will be out on my Instagram. Ah, must follow. <laughs> Which is uh, wait, wait, at what? the yeah. Cheryl Tan. The Cheryl Tan. And that Cheryl with a C. With a C. It's Tan with a T. It's also pronounced Thetcheral. Thetcheral. Thetcheral Tan, which I, I kind of prefer. Thetcheral. Yeah. That should be your new name. Then you'd be more Google. Thetcheral? Yeah, Thetcheral. Yeah, la, but how, how do people know how to spell it? Just tell them it's spelled the Cheryl. Ah, piece <laughs> ah, of everything. Oh my but, gosh, my branding ambassador. Yeah, but it is something to think about though. Like uh, one of my uh, an artist friend who's one of my teachers, his like company, her email is like dreams have wings, mm. and if you spell it, it's dream shave wings. <laughs> no, so it's something to think about. Yeah. I like that. Um, but I want to ask, like, yeah. you're, you're making like conscious changing, eff- yeah, yeah changing. conscious efforts to be more. To be more marketable, yeah. to be quite frank, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm in a strange place today where I don't, where I have to start thinking after today's incredibly honest interview mm. about how honest I want to be in life. Mm. But okay, let's call it today the last day or something like that. Well, I'm glad to hear that we're being honest right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, that's what I would say to you what? tomorrow, but you might not be able to tell. What? Okay, so <clears throat> completely honestly... I just want money. Mm. Yeah? Like, I have been messing around in a way. I mean, I, I don't think I've been messing around. I don't mm. want to illegitimize my own actions and all that. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of savings. I don't have insurance. That yeah. is the life of being an RT type yes. person. And everyone yeah. is like, everyone says things like, it's you do it for the love and you do it for the money. And I think that's just a way to really placate ourselves. Yeah. Because of the fact that society doesn't want to legitimize you in this way. And it's been like that for ages. Right? Yeah. That article that is like, we romanticize the melancholic depressed artist, but actually everyone's depressed because they're not getting paid enough. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, I came to a realization that I can't really go on like this, or I do not want to, or at least I want the option to be able to later on. So, I would rather be 40 and have money and decide I don't need money, than be 40 and have no money and go, I'm going to try and decide that I don't need money and that's why, whatever, right? Because... Cancer is real, yeah. and food is real. Yeah, yeah. And like... No, Cheryl, there's really nothing to be ashamed of. Because the thing is, like, if you think of any functioning adult that would like to make something of themselves in the world, like if I were, say, an architect... Mm, you need a following. I need, to, I need to build my portfolio. I need to start yeah. doing work. I need to get involved in projects, have something that I can show people and go, like, this is my body of work. Build that portfolio. As an artist and as a performer, honestly, a big aspect of your portfolio is not just your previous work. It's more yeah. so about like, what can they attach to you? Have you done press? Have you done radio interviews? Have you been on TV? How many fans do you have? How many eyeballs can you get to your clients? Yeah. Exactly. Those are the artists or like the performers equivalent of the architect's blueprints or the... Um... But I wouldn't even like, okay, I think that you're, like, you can say that a performer's work is what you attach to the blueprints. So like, no matter what you have... Um, not, not, not to the corporates though. That's not the, always. Correct, correct. Yeah. But like, even, even an architect and all that kind yeah. of stuff, right? You were saying before this, it was more like a meritocracy and now yeah. it's like a popularity contest yeah. I actually think that it's always been a popularity contest it's just mm-hmm. that now it's more quantifiable in literally the number of followers that you have yep. yeah because everything is a people business this yeah. is something else that I'm learning and having <clears throat> a bit of trouble with yes. in life uh, I'm, I'm in a very like kill my ideals stage mm. right now which is quite sad but but I'm choosing to, to, to be happy about it as well well I think right? it's a rebound effect like because I, I think you know you spend your early 20s your te- late teens your early 20s as an artist growing up, I'd be like, oh, I really focus on my morals and my ideals. But then when you start, you know, yeah. getting into real life and knowing that, ooh, I have a mortgage to pay, I have rent mm. to pay, I have mouths to feed, you know, hmm. it becomes Mouse a real thing. Build. It becomes a real thing. And, you know, I mean, 
I think maybe Asian culture, ironically, more than other cultures, are less um, comfortable talking about finances and business, even, which mm. is weird because everyone talks about finances and business, but like actual... The des- hard mon- numbers. Yeah, people will talk for business mm. and like all of that, but like the, the the desire actually, the emotional aspect of what it means to make a living doing something, mm. doing something, let alone mm. something you love, is not something we talk about much. Yeah, and I commend you for being able to talk about that because oh, we thanks. need money. We need money. We yeah. do, and we don't make that much, even though we are like famous and always trying to pretend like we're, we've got really fancy lives because that's what people like to see. Which is another mm-hmm. thing uh, that's that's like a lot on my mind as I as I transition from from t-shirt and hairy armpit Cheryl into wearing makeup and high heels and posting on social media Cheryl, ah, right? We like, call it the shoe-an effect. <laughs> the, the high heel shoe and effect. It's true. I mean, I mean look at shoe I mean, you look yeah, at she, her. Yeah, and she, she gets to do whatever she wants. The thing is, your transformation is being tracked on social media, but whereas she did that before... No, correct. So she, no, she, no, she, so she gets the benefit of like, you know, really having like, okay, I've honed my I'm the girl next door thing and I'm going to like really push it. And, you know, obviously she's completely sincere. She's a like super nice girl. Yeah. Really yeah, great yeah, artist yeah, and yeah, everything, yeah. right? Listen back to her episodes if you haven't yet, guys. And she still one. creates art on the side. Exactly. That, like, and she, no, she, yeah. she, she, the money that she earns gives her the power to do whatever she yeah. wants. And you know, exactly. she's, maybe if you guys know, but she's an absolute stage beast. She's no, a monster she, yeah, she's on stage. Fucking, she's like, it's, it's nuts. It's, like, it's really intense. A lot of people assume that like, She's just like a YouTuber because that's what she's mostly yeah, known, she's for. Yeah. known for. But she's no, known no, no. for hosting a makeup, makeup show. Stuff, right, Dude, yeah. even in school, I'm like, this chick can act her tits off. It was same, amazing. Like, yeah. And I she still has them at on. The same time Dude, that she, was she can. In school, she, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, so, so it's, it's it's really nice. And and I mean, the thing the thing that is concerning, I suppose, or or the things that I'm trying to wrap my head around is like, what is the content, right? Like, hmm. when you're a dude, you get to have like more interesting stuff, and you get to. I mean, I get to as well, of course. When you do what? When you, when you... Whatever, like, if I'm, if I'm singing or if I'm hmm. trying to talk about something intellectual. But to be honest, the thing that anybody really wants to see from a girl is her sexuality. Show them titties! No, la, pretend to show them titties. You can't actually show them the titties. Pretend to show them titties! Exactly. Side boob? Side boobs, yes. Yeah. Side boobs are perfectly acceptable. Yes. Just, no, just no nipples or whatever. So it's like, I can be like, here's some poetry and here's a selfie. And I don't get to choose... I don't, like, as, as a human being, I, of course, I have it. Ultimately, I've got agency or whatever. But in terms of my goals, I don't get to choose what what I consider good and what I consider not good for the people. The people right. dictate mm. that for me. And yeah. my job, yeah, yeah, yeah. my job is to try and get as many of those eyeballs on me so that I'm a marketable product. Yeah. Yep. And then on the side of that, in within my own soul, I have to reconcile everything or I have to... I have to get my head out of my ass about it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. What are you complaining about, Cheryl? Are yeah. you complaining about being a pretty girl? But oh, do you ever do you ever think about yourself? But like, also, you, Cheryl, also have one of the best voices of anyone I've heard, and I've heard a lot of people with good voices. Thank you. Present company included. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Uh, anyway, but so, do you think about going down that route of like doing covers or doing some musical yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I mean, or... I do want to do musical stuff, but like, really, who's gonna watch it? Like, I'm, I'm, I mean. No I, one watches Nathan's, to be fair. <laughs> I, mean, I, see, okay. I see six Nathan faces, okay. I'm like, skip. I, so I, I, I haven't yet ventured into things like singer-songwritery kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the stuff that mm-hmm. is... So if I'm doing musical theatre covers, I'm going to be... I mean, yeah, if I do stuff, it's going to be like jazz songs, Malay tunes, right. musical theatre covers. And yeah. It's it's okay. Um, It's it's nice. And I, I, I've got a couple of things that I want to, to send out later, but it's I'll have to see if it yeah, has the mileage. La. Yeah. Fair. Can I can I put out a suggestion? So, um, when I was first starting out on social media, and like 
I back in the back in the good, back old, in the day. good back in, old days. Back in the late nineties. Back in my day when I was first back, running back out. Back in the dinosaurs. When I was posting on my iPhone three G. Back in my day when I was posting on the Graham. Um, no, I I was having this, a similar struggle of like, what can I post to like be relevant or on like your be, on your MySpace page? Yeah, exactly. Or like, what can I post that would get more likes and more followers? And of course, I would take notice when certain things get more likes, and I would keep that in mm, back mm, in my mm, brain. Mm, mm, mm. i like, ooh, this selfie um, got like. 400 more likes or like my oh, eyebrow I, my left yeah. eyebrow was higher than my right like eyebrow. when i use this, this filter one. i get more likes or when i post it this time really? i get more yeah so or when i when i post it this time i get more likes i always kept those in my mind and if i needed to i would use that information but for the most part i still made sure that like whatever i posted on social media was what i wanted to post because it was fun to me yeah correct I mean, and that's definitely the stuff one. that gets a better yeah. response. So they say, yeah. like, this Always about, start that. That's, it's gotta be about like, being yourself most yeah. authentically because that's going to be what is sustainable. And yes. it's nice, like, I get to, like... I mean, I've been getting crazier and crazier on the social as well, mm. which I previously was a bit more scared to do. Just be shameless. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very much like being a stage performer, I feel. Mm. Like, how I completely don't mind looking like an idiot on stage. Mm. I... I, I, I don't mind, like, not knowing how I'm going to end a sentence and going for it anyway. <laughs> I, I like um, not planning arrangements so that we could figure it out on stage and, like, see if it works out. Nine out of ten times it does. <laughs> but that one out of ten times, it's embarrassing. It can be a little painful with yeah. arrangements. And, and also just, like, um, being very comfortable with, like, you know, moving on stage, dancing on stage. You know, because sometimes you see, see people, they just stand it's Very there stilted, and go, yeah. <laughs> and they're very quiet, very timid. And that lack of shame I guess mm-hmm. it helps a lot with social media mm. because yeah we I think to put too much thought into it and to manicure it too much mm. it starts to become something that well people pick up on it and it's exactly. bad for your brand it also no it's not just that it also attracts <laughs> the wrong kind of audience because mm. I feel like everything has an audience these days mm-hmm. and yeah. if your content is shallow yeah. and um, thoughtless mm. and pretty much based upon the rubrics that Instagram has set you know mm-hmm. like oh are you in a bikini oh is your hair on a checklist oh is is there a water splashing in the background are you in a beach <laughs> then those posts they'll do well for a time but you know it's not gonna again like it's you said exactly, like you said sustainability because mm-hmm. at some point I'm gonna realize that oh this is basically like a magazine ad it's why do I want to follow this tiring for you to keep up as well if it doesn't come from somewhere real <laughs> So, yeah. yes. the second stage of, like, the first stage of it was just like, okay, just be pretty, law, just be pretty, whatever. Mm. And then the second stage of it is just let your freak flag fly. Let your freak flag fly. Let your freak flag fly. I'm so strange. But of course, then then it becomes like, how far, how far do you fly that freak flag? You know, like, how much do you want people to actually know about your life? And that's like, that's the next level of engagement here. Yeah. Right? So fame gaming, like, not just on the social, you're, you're talking about, like, how you deal with other people as well, which is another thing I'm gonna say which might be a bit like brutally honest and turn people away from my brand because I'm inaccessible or whatever but anyway fuck it so dealing like how you deal with other people really and how and how it's mm. all about like I'm supposed to be so open and I'm friends with everyone because it's a people <laughs> business and I really want you to fucking hire me because yeah. once again cancer is real yeah. Um, and and then just learning to be like oh shit like I can't I, I don't necessarily... Enjoy I these people? No, no. I can't enjoy anyone, really. I mean, 
Of course, there's lots of people who I don't really enjoy, but mm. but I'm I I've tended to be very open and very trusting in a lot of in a lot of my interactions, and okay. always kind of believing that everyone it's is rooting invested. for me, uh-huh. uh, and as as much as I'm rooting for them, or right, right, or if right. they're not rooting for me, then I've always thought that oh they're chill or whatever. Right, but right, you right. know, I mean, being a being an outspoken uh, anything, uh, or or being like a woman, or being like just being someone who's putting themselves out and trying to get attention. Mm. It's inevitable that that a lot of that attention is also going to be quite negative, and yeah. and that's and that's that's been a hard lesson for me to to really come to terms with. Can Can I say something that might also be a bit honest and a bit shameless? But I'm I'm fine with it. Let's I'm, just say that this whole episode we're allowed to be honest, you guys. Shameless, yeah. It's shamelessly fine. honest. Shamelessly honest. Okay, I'll I'll say this. So I I had a very similar attitude when I was um like as recent as like three four years ago or two years ago even where it's just like we're all in this together. You know, yes. I, I believe in the Singaporean art scene, uh, you being from Malaysia, but you know, you're in art, you're in, you're I'm in, in art the turf. Singapore scene. You're on our turf now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Singapore art scene, what we're striving for, sure, personal greatness and, you know, being the best version of yourself and all that. But it's not so much like competition, like, oh, I'm going to steal that guy's role. I'm going to be better than that. I'm going to, you know, whatever. Um, I always thought that we were fighting towards the same thing. Yeah. Where we're trying to make the Singapore art scene viable and relevant in the global sense like, of the Like you said, we're all in this together. Yeah. We're all stars. Yes. And we see that. Something like that, yeah. We're all in this together. Yes. Um, when we know who we are. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then, then you see Make that. our dreams come make, true. Yeah. We're all in this together. Zach Efron is a steroid. He is really. There were three of those movies. I hope they got paired really well. They're doing well. Yeah, I think oh, okay. Yeah. Vanessa Hudgens got her own TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she was also own. in the in the Grease musical. Yeah. Hey, she, speaking of selling your sexuality, she, that's what she, she did. She had so many tit pictures. So many. Good anyway, for her, man. <clears throat> um, what was I gonna say? Do your thing, girl. Do your thing. <clears throat> there was a while I had your attitude where you know I I still have it very much where stress paranoia kind of don't trust people. Kind no, of. no, not so much that, but like the attitude where you said earlier where you're rooting for everybody mm-hmm. and it's no, it's not about like oh that. He's doing, he's doing better than me, so I'm gonna take him down. No, it was it was very much like we're all in this fight together. And sometimes you would meet people that agreed with you and would also have your back. And sometimes you'd meet people that are very much climbers of the social ladder. Yes, mm. indeed. And if they don't deem you important enough, mm. uh, you'll feel it. They might not say it to your face, but you'll you'll feel it. And like you know, I'm the kind of person that's socially sensitive enough to get the idea and know not to push. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people like they they really push to like get to know you or really be your friend. And sometimes you also meet those people that you know it's cool. This is just like we're hanging out and we're not going to see each other again. And there's those people as well. I'm very much that person where I can get those cues. That's all fine. You meet the people and you tend to surround yourself with like the ones that really get you. And where I am today, where I have um, climbed a few rungs of the social ladder myself, mm-hmm. um, I'm very grateful for those times where I was very open and very much like, you know, um, um, uh, in this state where I am opening myself up to all these people and like knowing the different personality types in the industry. Because then you kind of take notice of like the ones to keep around and the ones to kind of like, let's not um, push that too far. Yeah. Because where I am today, like because of all the China stuff and all the new attention in the media, now everyone is pretty much like, I can, I'm in, I'm in a place where I can pitch a project and almost definitely 
get involved. Get a yes or, man somewhere. Yeah, or yeah, do yeah. something Somebody with it. Somewhere. Um, and all these people that used to give me no's or all these people that used to um, push me away are now opening up their arms and going like, hey, come and help us and we'll yeah. do things and we'll make money together. Um, and that's kind of where I get myself back, where I don't feel like I've lost myself completely because I can look at that and go, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, he, he wasn't the nicest person two years ago. Yeah, I think um, it's about, well, it's about staying grounded, right? It's like, that's exactly. You, that's, well, it I, I, that's why people... discerning. So yeah, discerning is, yeah, but I it's, think it's also why, I, yeah. I think it's also why entourage exists. Oh, yeah, entourage. <laughs> that's why Vinny Chase has his entourage, right? Yeah. You can surround yourself. Like, I like to think of myself as Nathan's turtle. Mm-hmm. Like, I call him out in his shit. I don't, not a lot because mm-hmm. he doesn't need a lot of it. But he's more of an E. But yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I like E. He's cool. Oh, man, he gets the hottest chick. I totally missed that. It, you did not miss anything. <laughs> it was such a good show. It, well, but okay, it was this fun. Is a great little, I could live my life. This is a great little way to segue to my TV show because. Um, Boom. Jamie Ong, who plays Madeline Crenshaw on Faculty, which is showing Mondays she and Thursdays at either ten or ten fifteen. She was not on an episode of oh, Entourage, we but she did date the actor who played Turtle. Oh mm. damn! damn. Entourage is a fun show. So they say. It's also like one of very those... Boise? No, no, no. Seems, no. Very industry. Oh, okay, okay. Very industry. Like it's the kind of like if you are interested in the movie business or the acting business, or the music business, it's the kind mm, of show you'll fair, watch actually. and you'll learn quite a bit. Mm. Um, but it's also very telling of the industry. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's pretty much like what we've been talking about for the last fifteen mm. minutes. But ours is way more <laughs> less yeah, supercars. And... I, I guess what I was trying to say is that like. Um, don't be afraid to stick to your guns. Don't feel like you need to sell out or don't feel like you need to um, compromise your own integrity. Mm. You know? Because I... Okay, I, I have sold out in, in, in pocket-sized forms. Mm. You know, in little things mm-hmm. where I feel it's socially acceptable where it doesn't contradict my personality too much. Mm. So, you know, when, whenever things like the Milo thing happened, that was just fun. So why not? Or yeah. like DBS. It's a bank they haven't stolen our money yet it's fine and um, <laughs> um the all these things that i feel i can put my name behind i'm cool with it and i, I think a lot of it had to do with just um how do you say not being too at odds with myself about the whole social media thing just kind of just trusting trusting yourself to be the to be an honest a more honest person mm, 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 mm. and not having to go like, oh, am, is this right? Is this post, is this post like reflecting me or am I being fake? And if you're being fake, am I being knowingly fake and being <laughs> self-conscious about it? Or am I being too honest? Really? Yeah. It, it really, it really, myself to being hurt in the future. Yeah. I honestly, I, I think you need to just trust yourself and stick with it mm. and be consistent. Yeah. Um, when things happen, at least you will know that you got there on your own work. terms yeah. do work and your own terms as yeah. opposed to like conforming to another person's ideal of what a social media personality should be mm, correct I mean there's also I mean it's it's a balancing act right it's about like posting things that I want to post and also being okay with um being like just being more okay with like yeah okay I will explore my vanity mm. it's something that people like and also I enjoy it so don't feel too stressed out about that lah. yeah I think we're all vain in our own ways uh, really sure. really 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 coming to terms with it now it's, it's very interesting I've been spending a lot of money on clothes <laughs> that's the best it's, it's fine though I think like there's a healthy amount of vanity that one person has where like you just feel good about yourself mm. and it and it exudes the positivity like throughout mm. you know? oh speaking of spreading positivity throughout you guys 
It's almost St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. And with that in mind, I have created a game (laughs) that celebrates the Irish nature of things in life. A what now? Shall we play? That's a weird segue. I thought it was pretty solid. Boom. All right. Dude, that's a lot of truth grenades and and talk about real shit. So I think it's time to have a little bit of fun. Mm, Like I said, my seventh favorite holiday, St. Patrick's Day, is coming up. As of this recording, it's like, well, it would have passed by the time this episode comes out. But, St. Patrick's Day, celebrating the Irish. Patrick. And I have two singers with me. So, I've created a game, okay. Cheryl, All right. based off of Irish singers and We're bands. singing only songs from Dropkick Murphys. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what that Good is. Good luck with that. No. I do know the Irish national anthem. We're really? We're How does that go? Shana and fight! Malarkey. I'm trying to be really offensive. potatoes. Fight! Potatoes. Holy shit, this is real, dude. What language is it in? Well, Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I learned that when I was like 13. For school choir, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was amazing, right? Okay, this you weren't is, expecting uh, that. Bitches. That was Gaelic. That was that was gay. Super yeah. Gaelic. They need a better name for that <laughs> <Yeah>. language. <laughs> I had an ex roommate who liked the Gaelic. Uh-huh. <laughs> he has AIDS now. Um, okay, oh so this is the St. Patrick's Day game. Yeah, I've taken uh, song titles from famous. Irish bands Flogging Molly and I've run it through the source so I've come up with alternate titles for these songs it's one of my favorite games ever so for example not he's not Irish but he's English Ed Sheeran so if I was to take one of his famous songs change it make an alternate title it would be called The Geometric Status of Your Body which would be The Shape of You you. get it? Well, I, I live under a rock, so I'll just guess. No, these are all. I think. Well, I, I didn't know new... the name of the Ed Sheeran song. So, <laughs> I, I, that, I, the, I honestly I think a lot of these will be guesses on our part because okay. I doubt we're gonna know the songs. Okay. No, Unless I think, you got a bunch I think of you'll know all of these old songs. Okay. I think you'll know all. Okay. Of okay. Let's try, 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 Go, 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 Sarah go, 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 go. Move. She's probably Scottish or English or American. I always thought Sarah McLaughlin was Irish descent. At least I don't know. We'll find out. Go on. Go on. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you. The year the movie, uh, the year the song came out, oh. and the alternate title. I'm gonna play Dropkick Murphys in the background the entire time. Really? I trust in your ability to make this line up with the actual thing that's in the background. How awesome would it be if I was in the exact same key and tempo? Time, time. We'll see. That's up to you. It's your challenge. All right then. All right, so I, not. I put this in an order that I don't particularly like, so I'm going to go around and around. So, okay. okay, this song, first song, came out in two... Okay, so I'm going to give you the year, the alternate title, and then if you can't guess it, I will start singing it with that alternate t- words, and it'll okay. be awful. Okay, okay. Okay. So try not to get to that point. 2002, this song came out. The alt- Oh, yeah, by the way, ring in with your name, okay? So mm. if you know it, you say, Cheryl, and then okay. you give me the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So this alternate title from this 2002 song is called The Puffer's Female Kin. Oh the God. puffers, the female puffers? kin. What's a what's a synonym for puffer? I don't know. Blower, the blower's doctor. Fuck yeah! you! Yeah! <laughs> One point for Cheryl. Nathan, can you score first, please? Damn it! Okay, we'll I bet go. you can't take your eyes off of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fun fact: we discovered that all his songs are about Lisa Hannigan. Oh, really? Man. 
man, I, Damon Rice is like my number one dude. I love him so much. Uh, and yeah, it, um, Lisa Hannigan is like you'll hear in all the pre- the first couple of albums. She's the singer in the background, has the most beautiful voice. And then she left that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then you cry. Um, but yeah, she was the background singer, and then eventually she left the band, and no one really knew why. And then it came out that they were in love with each other, and it didn't work out. And oh god, it was, listen to Damien Rice if you haven't yet. The worst thing about that song, know, okay, the range. That, that song is so a good. one and a half octave range. Which delicate? The blower's daughter. The blower's daughter. That's a that's a deep cut. Covered in weed. Next. Okay, yes, yes. Move on, move on, Nathan. Cheryl is in the zone. Yeah, okay, so that was 2002. Let's move up a little bit to 2008. To the very famous song by the famous Irish band, and with the alternate title, The Guy Who Refuses to Budge. The Man Who Can't Be Moved by the Script, Nathan. That what? is correct. <laughs> Not exactly the correct what order, but that is correct. What even is that? Not the right order, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, oh, so one day you wake up and find that you're missing me. No idea. I just seriously, yeah, like, I grew up listening to musical theater. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> Okay, yeah, under a rock, He's Spice Girls, and I enjoy the scripts. They are very tra- traditional idea of the of a pop band. Yeah, very works. much so. Nice, very nice, much. Nice. They're like oh, this song will play in the radio. This song will play in the radio. That's kind of their nice, thing. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. All right, let's go back now, all the way back to 1990. Mm. Ooh, okay. I was one year old. You got this. I was zero. Okay, you guys might not get this. <laughs> I was in my dad. I was yeah, I was alive. Uh, <laughs> There isn't anything that stacks up to you. Nothing compares to you. Correct. Oh, Cheryl Tan um, by Shanid O'Connor. Nothing compares. Like a wrecking ball. What? Hey, mash up. <laughs> there was a mashup. Was oh, is that? This is cool because I think you guys are well matched. Wait, by the is, way, is, is, Sunil, is this the same song that Prince did? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it he was covered it for MTV. I think, com- I think she covered it. Yeah, I she, it's I originally she a Prince it. song, and she covered no. something. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's originally a something else. I'll look that up in, in the meantime. In One of us is extremely wrong, so we should find out. At woo-hoo, some point. Woo-hoo. I bet it's Nathan. Okay, Not competitive at all. Okay, <laughs> uh, let's move over to 1987. Let's go further back. 1987. Mm. I remain unable to locate the object for which I am searching. Oh, Nathan. Hi. You Fine. too. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yes. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Man, I was worried that you guys wouldn't be able to get any of these, but you guys are on. Oh, God. I hope you guys are playing along. Haven't found what I'm looking for. Harmony. Harmony. Nailed it. Not terrible. Okay. Until the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's my bad. Okay, moving up to 1997. <laughs> yes. Spice Girls are Irish, right? Nope. Ooh, English, I doubt it. English, English. Is there at least one the Irish one? The nope. no, They're from Yorkshire. Not even baby? Nope. Really? She, okay. they all, I think they're all from Yorkshire. They're okay. all from Yorkshire? I believe oh, nice. so. Good for them. 1997. Uh, toddler, I seek permission to clutch you. Baby, uh, let me hold you. Baby, I want to hold you. Oh, 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 need to get Baby, the... can I hold you? Baby, can I hold you? My boy zone is correct. How is that legal? It's she true. made like three guesses at uh, once. I made them faster than you did, <laughs> That bitch. is true. That is true. That is very true. You could um, say toddler. I actually don't know that what, the, what that toddler, song is. Toddler, I seek to clutch you. It's a cover also, right? Isn't it a Tracy Chapman song? You could say baby. Song? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't Holy know. Baby, can I hold Sorry. you tonight? Yeah, no Tracy idea. Chapman. Come on. Maybe. I will, I will. These are a lot of things I need to check afterwards. All right. I, apparently what we're discovering is that Irish people don't write their own songs. 
<laughs> but that's wrong because sure I know for chorus, this I'm for sure a fact. Song is coming up soon. They're the only other Irish band I know, really. Let's see here. Ooh, Westlife. Here you go. Nineteen, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh god. Oh god. This might be the easiest one. Okay. So oh, Danny Boy, get ready to sh- to, ch- to chime in. Lady with mocha irises. Brown eyed girl. Oh, I have to go with Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan was following the rules. By the rules. I'm sorry, but Nathan chimed in first. Is it Brown Eyed Girl? No, no, yes, it is. By CCR? By Van Morrison. Oh, Van Morrison. You, my Brown Eyed Girl. Wait. This was written by Van Morrison. Uh It was written by Van Morrison? Yes. Oh, then CCR covered it? Clean Scare by the Rival? Yeah. No, this is definitely Van Morrison. Sure? Definitely. Okay, but I prefer CCS version. You know what? I think CCS we discovered that all these... You, my brown-eyed girl. What's the score, Nathan? At the halfway point-ish. 3-3. Ooh, wow. We've got 11, so five more. I played by the rules. Yeah, Singaporean. Okay, ready? This song. I'm so conflicted. I don't really know. One gave the answer, one gave a name. I didn't even know the answer. All right, so... So say your remember to say your name now. Say, say your name. Say, say when you answer. This question, next question is a dickhead instead of Nathan. <laughs> oh, bring out the ugly yeah, side, Cheryl. Right. This one's fighting words. Uh, I, think this is, I don't think this is good for your brand, Cheryl. Hold <laughs> it back. Damn it. Okay. Hold it back. All right, all right. Nineteen ninety four. This next song is from nineteen ninety four. Remember to chime in with your name for this alternate title. Undead Walker. Undead Walker. Nathan. No, 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 Cheryl, zombie. Fuck. Nathan. Yeah, hey, come on. Zombie. Correct. If I said the name and then I said the answer Look, first. The people the listening complete, at home need you guys to chime in. So we need to know. Be, his answer is incomplete. I don't know whether. I said cranberry zombie. No. I did. did. No. Check the Listen tape. back to the okay. tape. Ah. Physical evidence. <laughs> zombie. If I put the answer. <laughs> She's using the sick card again. <laughs> yeah. So, nice try, Cheryl. You're gonna pretend to die. Cheryl, get in the game. You got this. Just chime in with your name. It's How many more questions do we have? One, two, oh. three, four more. Four more. Okay, get got time. Okay. Uh, three more actually. Let me oh, see. Here. Okay. One, two, three more. Okay. Ooh, what's the score? Sudden death. We, we could go into sudden death. Yeah, that's why I made eleven. No, it won't be. We could potentially go into it. We are three, four, Cheryl. Oh, we could three. Be, yeah, we could okay. hide. Uh, okay, so Cheryl, don't forget to chime in for the next one. Here you go. Suppose. Oh, this is from 1999. Sorry. Mm. Suppose I remove my grasp on you. Suppose I remove my grasp on you. Nathan? Nathan. What if I let you go? Mm, need the correct title? I don't know. Oh, 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 Cheryl, I if I let you go. If I let you go by Westlife, is correct. Oh, I knew Westlife was good. Suppose I, I remove my grasp on you, you me. Oh, what, what, what did I say? What if I let you go? What if I let you go? Oh, that's, I was one word off. Yeah. If I let you go, I will never know what my life would be holding you close to me. Should I ever see you smiling back at me? Oh, yeah. How will I know if I let you go? I'm surprised I remember the whole chorus. Holy shit. Dude, everyone knows all of these songs. That's the that's the, the fucking legacy of Irish bands is that they made all these fucking super pop hits in the late mid to late 90s. I'm sure I didn't know like one or two of them in there. Yeah, same. Anyway. I'm sure you do. Anyway. Which one do you think you don't know? I can't remember what and I'll sing were. it and you'll know it. I can't remember what they We'll were. go through it later. Okay, okay uh, I have three left. The actually. boys own one. No. Oh. You know that no, one too. Yeah, you know that for one. For sure, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
You can say baby. Baby, can I hold you tonight? Maybe it's just the way that you guys are singing it. I'm, <laughs> I'm singing it perfectly I'm, I'm with an Irish accent. I don't know what you're talking about, you motherfucker. You think that, I don't know, Cheryl can make me do it. Is it when it goes like... Yeah. yeah. Forgive me. You know, the one that's a Tracy Chapman song. Oh, yeah, I know that The one that's a Tracy Chapman song. I will look that up later. Uh, I've got three left. I don't know if I marked some wrong, but I know I know I made it so there can't be a tie. So I have three okay. left. Four, four. Four, four. All right, Cheryl might have a little edge on this one. 2006. <laughs> Is that musical theater? Plunging gradually. Oh, yeah, Nathan. Cheryl. Falling slowly. Oh, Nathan ah! got it first. Come on. You said, uh. <laughs> John. <laughs> I can't help it. I, I am unbiased. I finished this. I answered the question. I know. You I'm have sorry. to stop doing that. <laughs> Nathan, se- what is the answer? seasons falling slowly. Yes, that is correct. Glenn Hansard oh, and Marquetta Inglova. Marquetta Erglova, yes. Erglova? Yeah. I thought it was Inglova. I thought it was in something, too. Er, I bet er. you're wrong. Fine. I think I told this story before about how I saw Damien Rice and the Swell Season in concert at the same time. I almost killed myself after because I don't think anything could have gotten better. Did we watch once? No, we didn't watch once together. But we, you, were on you and trip. I? You were on the trip with, at, yes. at the same time, yeah. Quash and I watched it together. Yeah, I am. <clears throat> I like the movie more than the stage musical. It might be controversial. Uh, it's a mo- If you watch the movie first, then you will like the movie first, ma. It's something, and it's one of those, like, the... the they quite like, I think the one that you saw first is the one that you like more. Perhaps. Some, something I in it. I do love that movie so much. Mm. Once. One of well the translated. Out there. Yeah. Also, Sing Street. Have you seen Sing, Sing Street? No. The director's latest work. It's very good as well. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Two left. 1999. <laughs> 1999. Cheryl, you're still in this. You're still in yeah, this. Yeah, all right. Fine. Just buzz in. Those... <laughs> Those instances when absolutely no words pass your lips. Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh, damn it. When you say nothing at all. That is correct by Ronan Keating. <laughs> when you stand <laughs> Smile on your face. Makes me know that you need me. We had a priest. In, when I used to go to church, we had a priest who talked a lot. And then in his farewell, they sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's quite better. Wait, are you guys tied? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're going to, you're tied... Going mm. to the last song. Okay, Whenever I fall. This one is from 1997. Cheryl, 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 I have to say it for Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, maybe I'll just talk a bit and then I'll say it and then you have to buzz in so as to keep you off guard. What? No, like, no, I'll keep that. babbling okay. and then I'll be like, you can tell because my eyes Cheryl. will pop up and that's going to be the actual... Do you looking at him when you're explaining the signal? I'm looking at both of you. <laughs> okay, wait, pause, pause. Let's think of a better way to do this. I can't think of a better way to do this. Go on. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that we write down okay, the answer separately. But here's the thing. Right, here, how about this one. then? Make it interesting. You have to sing. Nah. We, we've, been, we've been, we've been doing chorus. that anyway. <laughs> no, because the, actually, I just realized this synonym is very easy. Uh-huh. But you might not know the song. Oh, okay. Sure. So what if you sing it? Okay, sure, sure. But still, still chime in with your name first. Yes. Okay. 1997. Without oxygen. Shout. Cheryl. <gasps> Five, four, three, oh God. two, um. one. Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> oh, 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 that in doing this song, I forgot how much I love the fucking chorus. Oh man, the chorus They're are so awesome, good. dude. They're so good. And they're so pretty. And they're they so, so pretty. Are they, they all related? So many instruments yeah, they're all they're, they're sisters and brother. 
Andrea Core is the youngest. Oh, She's the lead singer. Carolyn Core is the dude. She is the dope drummer. Mm. Carolyn yeah. Core. Yeah, I just remember there being one brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said like a brother, not a black guy. Joe. Yeah, Joe. yeah, a brother. He's a brother. He's a brother. <laughs> He's an Irish black guy. But seriously, like, there's... I'm sure those exist. So I was man, like, I'm a cool. I was, <laughs> I was researching the songs for the, oh, but Nathan went, yay, Cheryl lost, boom. Yeah. Um, but Deep. I was researching this, and the chords, man, they're so good. Mm. Yeah. They have an MTV Unplugged concert, which was amazing. Oh, no, the chords mm. are... Are they still touring? They came up, they came back with another album in 2015 and toured that in 2016. Ooh. Not as good, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, but... But they true. look the same. Mm. 16 years passed, and they look the same, if not better, and then they... Do, 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 do. What can I say to make you feel? And she's done like some musical theater stuff as well. She was um, she was the she was a mistress in in Evita the movie, mm. and she sang another suitcase in another hall. Andrea Corr was in Evita the movie with yeah, Madonna. She was, she was the yeah she was the she was uh, Juan Perón's mistress dude who who Evita comes back and is like go fuck yourself get out. Oh. Really, I'm the main bitch around here now. So it's very short, and she sings she sings an excerpt of another suitcase in another oh. hall, and then wow. she also was the singing voice of a character called like Kaylee or something in that Kate maybe in. In oh, yeah, a one. little remembered movie called Quest for Camelot, which Ooh. was made by Warner Brothers from whence the I song I've seen The that. Prayer originates. Yeah, the soundtrack Let of that is. Is the Quest for Camelot the one with the flying fluffy dragon? Two headed purple dragon. Same yeah. thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is a okay. So I fell into a deep, deep YouTube hole on the course last night. Okay. I was like, I was like, I was like, so I've been a little under the weather, so I was like, okay, twelve thirty, I'll be asleep. Ended up going. That's when I started. Oh, was like, oh shit! I have to write. I forgot. I have to write the game. So I started. Didn't go to sleep till like fucking four o'clock in the morning oh, watching man. the Coors videos. <laughs> There's a video because they had a concert uh, called the Coors in London. It came out in two thousand, and they, it's on DVD and some of it's on YouTube. Part of the DVD is you know how like you have multiple cameras cover multiple aspects. Mm. What they did is basically they had four cameras, one for each sibling core. Nice. For each core, yeah, it was hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was four core and seven more. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was yeah, actually. I don't get it. Never mind. It's a Lincoln joke. Oh. Um, and plus, there's seven members of the band. Okay, uh, but, but part of the concert experience on the DVD is that you can select which core to follow. What, dude? So I, Ooh. you guys do this. I'll put it in the show notes if I don't forget. There's a couple videos of Carolyn Core, which is the drummer, and she is a dope drummer. You can just watch her drumming the whole thing. She's like in her zone. And like, how often do you see a video? Just, just a one musician, yeah. Mm. It's multi-core footage. It's multi-core. It's hard. I think it's, yeah. It's pretty hardcore. You all are so corny. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Thank, thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think... My core strengths? Uh, yeah. Um, I grew up listening to this song. You can call me a children of the core. Um, uh, uh, uh... I think this is all in accord with my principles. Indeed. Oh, did you hear that one of them, um, Sharon Coy, got into really yoga and got really all like um, zen? So she's a uh, uh, core of the earth. No, no. What? I think that needed to be. Better. I think that joke needed to be better choreographed. Oh! Uh, I had a good punchline, just not a good setup. <laughs> Oh no, okay, God! Well, I think we should stop the podcast so yeah, just, forever just, now. <laughs> Cut the cord, man! Cut the cord! Cut the cord! <laughs> but I love the cords. You guys, young listeners, if you didn't listen to the cords growing up, go back. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Players only love you when they're playing. Now that's a cover. That's mm. a Fleetwood Mac song. <gasps> Thunder. 
Only happens when it's raining. That one, yes. Very truthful, that song. Anyway, that was our St. Patrick's Day to all our Irish listeners out there. I'm sorry for being offensive. Drink some more. Have some whiskey and have a great day. Do we have any Irish listeners? Probably not. Maybe one, but we've probably lost them now. Yes. After this whole thing. Thank you for giving us your holiday so that we can drink if we have an excuse to do that because we don't have enough excuses. And to have a great theme on... I like having the game time outro. Ah, got it. Again, All right. no Irish can listeners. I pee? Oh yes, you can pee. Let's can take pee. a let's take a quick pee break and pee. by the magic of editing, you will not even know that Cheryl took a piss yeah, right after this clap. And we're back from the peeing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. We all pee together. Yeah. In a side of Blue Apron. Blue. What? No. It, what is Blue Apron? I believe they make food boxes. They send you food. Well, okay, here's the thing. I have my own version of Blue Apron. B- Blue Apron is this thing that sponsors a lot of podcasts where they send their customers a box of ingredients and then they oh. cook it. Whereas me, I go... You guys go- are perfect for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, same thing with me. I cook it, except I go to the grocery store and I, I buy it also. Oh. So maybe it's not really like Blue Apron right. at all. So it's not like it's brought to you by also, them, but we're giving them free um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. In hopes anyway. that they will be like, oh my God, yes, we will sponsor them. Also, okay. a lot of those food services, the food, the, 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 the Blue Aprons and Chef... Other one, the box. Loot box or whatever. Um, they create a lot of uh, packaging waste. They do. Mm. Like, I, I, I've seen these so boxes before. They, 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 le- well, yeah, but this one legit, like, they'll give you, like, a single carrot in, like, a zip, in, like, a vacuum uh, bag. Well, the idea is that, like, like, a single sprig of rosemary inside its own bag. I think right. their idea, the idea is that they're, maybe they're increasing that kind of waste, but they're reducing food waste food because waste, you food only waste. buy as much as you. I don't know. I want to try it, but, but at no... least food is biodegradable. Indeed. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Um, okay, so we have neglected to talk about um, the reason, Fakulti. the reason why Cheryl is here. Yes. Tetral. Sorry, yes. What the reason is faculty. And what? the reason Why was that? Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Cheryl, what was that song you were just singing and why was that the first reason? Oh, okay. It sounded, like, think that it sounded like another song. I'm not a perfect So the show is called Faculty. It shows Mondays to Thursdays on Channel 5 at 10. Yes. Or 10.15. We you know, are I was not thinking, entirely I'm like, sure sometimes. I don't know why. You know I was thinking? I was like, why don't they show it on Friday? I'm like, oh, because Friday's the death slot. So, but wait, you're saying that the time slot moves? That's weird. Something along those lines. Sometimes Just watch it on 10, Toggle, man. Sometimes it's 10, 15. You can is it, does, it de- on does it depend on how long the news lasts that I night? I don't know. Because our news is at 9.30. Right, okay. Yeah. So, like, maybe if, like, something really bad happens, they, they push it at 10.15. Maybe. We can what, never be clear about it. What is so bad that could happen in Singapore that they'd have to push the news? No. Like, it's like, oh my god, the train broke down again. some more gold on a staircase somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Maybe if there was more, maybe if there was more Trumpiness, like they would add ten maybe, minutes perhaps. into this. Trumpiness. Trumpiness. Okay. Anyway, Trump-penis. so the faculty is a drama is set a... in a university. Correct. It is a drama set in a fictional place called Straits University, and we have an unusually high number of good-looking students mm. who we follow around. Some of them are freshmen. The uggos are just not. in the background. <laughs> it's true. Although we did have some very good-looking extras as well. Wait. He, okay. Oh. I. A lot of people always say that Singa- like um, you hear the same from Singaporean men and Singaporean women. Like men always say that Singaporean women aren't pretty, and women always say Singaporean men aren't good looking. Yeah, that's why they huh? cast foreign talents for this. I've show. always thought yeah. that in terms of the Asian average, mm-hmm. Singaporeans uh, they pretty hot. That's what I think. Okay, like, like if okay, if I compare myself walking around like Taiwan, or walking mm-hmm. around China, or walking around 
maybe not Hong Kong. They're pretty hot. Uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but then and then compare Singapore. I walk past more good-looking people in Singapore than I do in those other. There's a lot more. There's a lot more foreigners. Yeah. Exactly. There's the diversity. There's also like you know there's more sun. We have so there's ra- like, mixed race people also. Yeah. Exactly. Also, we have a lot of non-Singaporeans in Singapore. But like it's just a lot. And I also think because we live in a very um, carefully manicured society where they yeah, want to be the best. Yeah, people also dress up a lot. Yeah. Every, have you, everyone's have on social you media. seen like the social media of like just an average pretty girl in Singapore? Yeah, Holy right? shit! Yeah. They have like twenty five thousand followers. Yeah. There's a lot of work. Eh? And they're always advertising for some kind of online shop yeah. like yeah. constantly. I don't think that's very average. Though. But in, no, no, yeah, no, dude. But, like, it's, it's I'm not even kidding. Mm. I'm not even kidding. It's everyone is insta-famous now. And I've like, seen a lot of people who are like... It's like people I mean, that... Is an actress, a model? No, she's yeah. just a chick. It's people that don't really... And no hate to you guys. Congratulations on finding <laughs> you your, your thing. a niche. But it's just very... Um, it's a new world. I would say it's, it's awe-inspiring to me as as someone that like actively tries to create things on social it media. It inspires awe. It, it's inspiring. Like that, it's Good good on you guys. Um, but wait, wait. We're getting off the point but here. But they can we have... get on television. Yeah, but like, I, I always thought Singaporeans are very attractive people. That's what I, that's that's my take on it. I mean, we're not the, the, the most killingest in Asian society. I think Korea, Hong Kong, you go to those places and you'll, your your neck will hurt because you're just turning your head so much in, in public. Well, um, several of the people, many of the people in my show are very good looking. I um I observed the other day when I was sitting in the media corp lobby that that when you see a media court show, usually you can tell it is because it's it's an attractive person looking slightly sweaty. Ah, no. <laughs> Why are they so sweaty? Slutty, slutty. Hot. Sweaty. Oh, sweaty. Yeah, slightly sweaty. Just like you're a bit shiny. Mm. I've, okay, I, that's how that's I... That's on the makeup that's department. How, that's their fault. That's how I identify a MediaCorp production. Yeah, correct. That when everyone looks kind of just it's a little bit, bit too shiny for TV... It's a little bit shiny. Like, what's, what's up with that? What's up with the makeup department? Uh, I don't like, know. They just shoot a long... They just shoot really long hours uh, and, you know, like... I always thought it was a camera. <laughs> like, that was what I thought. Could be also. Could be also. Yeah, I was like, why does everyone here look like they are... Stuck Slightly uncomfortable, like n- not not <laughs> in terms sweat. of not in terms of acting, but in terms of like physically, you look like you are like not enjoying this. Like you're in a room and you're having a normal conversation and you're sweating. It's kind of what like mm-hmm. kind of like what Moonlight looks like. Actually, everyone's shiny in that movie. That's but different. That's because it's shot in Miami, so that's what the look they were intentionally going for. But also, my, they're my extremely dark a, skin. They reflect a lot of uh, light. My, my yeah. show, my my show. What <laughs> your show? Uh, What's your show, show, show again, Sarah? <laughs> the show. Faculty, Mondays to Thursdays on Channel 5 she after is, the news. She is the titular character of the faculty. Yes, I am. Well, I mean, not really. My name isn't faculty. And it's, it's not tit. Faculty ton. Oh, it should be. Tit faculty. <laughs> tit faculty. Faculty. Here to solve Come some crimes. Faculty. No, we need to be realistic here. Her name will be tit faculty. Okay, yeah. so on, on, on Tit Faculty, <laughs> I play a hotshot young media professor named Sylvia Sue. I come back to my school. That's and disappointing. I've got, I've, got, um, I've got unfinished business. I'm like, I'm like 29. I, I look like a student and stuff. Mm. And I, I really get to do some some crazy shit. Like, it's like a never been kissed scenario. You ever seen that movie? Uh, no, 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 not, 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 not quite like that. Although I did enjoy that a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, so so there's like, there's there's a murder that you got to <gasps> oh, solve. Oh, goodness. There's, um, Someone there's dies a, in school? Mm, something like was, that. Was it like was it supposed to look like a suicide, but really it was a murder? And then, then who done it? Well, I can't tell you because that's but revealed at the spoiler, end spoiler. of watch. the at the end of the season. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, there's a there's a character who's hinted at um, as a homosexual, Ooh. which is which is really nice right now. I it's think raunchy. for for mainstream media representation. Yeah, because no one does that. 
at the Singaporean TV, right? Yeah. Not so even a hint. I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. By the way, if, what's the hint? I cannot tell you. It's like, there's like, like every everything he consumes on uh, on screen is like, like a phallic. phallic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like always a cucumber or you a pickle. Know, like, a, he, he 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 has a relationship. Oh. Okay. Yeah, something like that. So, so that's 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 kind of really cool. Um, I I, I get Juicy. to be a I get to be a non not so feminine. Uh, type of person I hunch a lot on screen uh, in the first episode I actually skull half a bottle of whiskey <laughs> and um, I throw up on a guy how old is the creative team may I ask uh, do you mean like the writers and all like the cre- the gen- like director producers like who's the oldest person in mm, the higher ups the, the, not, not including the media corp executives level, I'm like... not sure uh, the, the, the executive producer is probably about like 50 or so oh, really? like 45 to 50 oh. Uh, and then I, I know what you're getting that no anything because yeah. um what was that show that Irwin did Irwin did a show called Interns and Interns, everyone yeah. there like I, they were on they shot at our place so I saw like the whole crew yeah. everyone was young they're yeah. all babies it, it, it's, I it's like also Interns. yeah it's also because you're dabbling in like themes that local productions have usually don't you know things mm. like homosexuality yeah. things like imperfect protagonists yeah. that I really enjoy um from a TV show when they when they start going into the real world and less into fantasy because it's in those TV shows where like the protagonist always does the right thing always makes the right decisions or like where the characters aren't changing um, yeah I was gonna say like actually I've been because I've been <clears throat> reading and yeah. researching a lot of writing. writing and the uh, protagonist does not necessarily mean the good person it's yeah. like the person who goes through the cha- most change exactly Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's always nice when you have a protagonist that is not the Mary Sue. Yes. That is a bit not more. The exactly. A you little hear bit that more Ray like. From Star- no, I don't think she's a Mary Sue. <laughs> Fuck those people. A little bit more like Ray. a mirror where you can see the imperfections of your own life in there. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just assumed that it was a younger team behind it because. Um, you well, don't you don't see a lot of uh, racier themes being portrayed in a lot mm-hmm. of traditional shows because they want to appeal to the larger common denominator. They are trying right. something different at MediaCorp, and one of the one of the things that that difference signifies is that they actually um, cast me as the mm. lead in the show because I'm I'm a theater person, and mm-hmm. some people know me there, but. But ain't, ain't, ain't no bitches know me in TV. Roles. You're not yeah. you're not like a Rebecca Lim type of figure where well, you just say, get casted. They in things. say that Fiona Sia was up for the role as well. Yes. So yeah. they gave it to me instead. But, but the other like, half, nice, you know. The other half of the faculty dynamic is Keegan Kong, right? Keegan is there. Jamie Ong is there. I mean, they, there's there's quite a there's a lot of there's a lot of people in the cast and they're trying really hard to um, appeal to several. That's how they get their broad stroke of appeal. Yeah, yeah. So we've got three people from Syria. We've got Russian right. people. We've got. We've got Shane Powell. But content-wise, it's being a bit more specific. Le. Yeah, I mean, that's, cool. that's what we hope. Every like A lot of the characters, they, they each have different problems and different things that right. they need to go through. And that's another thing that they're trying to, yeah, to I do. Think, yeah, I think that's a good model to go by. That's mm. kind of what every other um, uh, uh, TV producer in the world is kind of going by. Where The old model used to be, let's make a show that everyone can enjoy, everyone can mm. watch together. You know, Then you get your Big Bang Theories, you get your Cheers, your mm. Seinfeld, your Friends. Very like, safe. Very, very safe easy. show. I mean, they're completely enjoyable. But without, with, with, very if enjoyable, everyone very thought that way, you wouldn't get your Breaking Bad, exactly. your Games of Thrones. It's, it's because competition is so crazy right now. And I think, yeah, and Singapore, voice. exactly. Singapore starting to feel it because you're getting Netflix coming into our territory. Yeah. Mm, you're getting like HBO. all kinds, and you're getting like YouTubers creating content that's arguably Banana better. Banana? Yeah. yeah, arguably. Okay, fine. Yeah. Better. Uh, um, people like us. Yeah. That so that's well. that's when like the 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 people in the higher ups they should start going like oh shit and that's when you start making that's good that's when you stop making the show that you feel like everyone will like and you start making the show that will become like maybe a hundred people's favorite show because no, I think when you start going for that that's when you start hitting home with yeah. like, 
what, what, the, what you need to do, content. like what's the smart thing to do, is you, you find people who are artistic and competent and good storytellers, and you make them tell the stories that they want to tell. Mm. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you get your Louis. It's also, yeah, time. exactly. It's also a good aim to um, please your audience as opposed to trying to please everybody. Yeah. Because mm. then if Choose you're pleasing, audience, yeah, exactly. It. It's fine for like a whole group of people to go like, I objectively do not want to watch that show because it doesn't interest me. That's fine. Collect, mm. collect. But if like a hundred, like if, if just like a, a, like a small fraction of your audience, that becomes like their favorite show. Yeah. yeah. Loyal. That's so much more significant than say like a thousand people going like, yeah, yeah that's, if that's on, I'll catch it, you know, but yeah. I'm not going to live by it. You Basically, know? you know what Nathan's talking about, ladies and gentlemen? He's talking about you guys, listeners to this podcast. Right, so... Because yeah. you don't, you can't casually come on on this girl. You have to it's, listen. It's a chore to find us, really. Yeah. And it's a chore to, to even, listen to us. It's a chore to get to the hour, however minute mark we're at right yeah, now. Yeah, but the cool thing with podcasts is you can just leave and come back and leave and come. We'll always be here. Like, leave right now. Leave right Literally. now. And then, and then come back. Wait, no. they can't hear me. Yeah. Shit. I fucked up, dude. Yeah, and you can okay if you skip Wait. ahead. If you skip ahead fifteen seconds right now, I'll be saying something pretty interesting, and Possibly. you could yeah, and you can always hear listen back and rewind it or like go back to it whenever you want. Squirrels love to anal fuck. We're not there yet. Yeah. Oh fuck, we're getting to fifteen seconds about now. Cheryl's Squir- live sessions on the Instagrams after each show. I do so forced. them at the so Cheryl forced. Hey, squirrels. look, man. We're talking about squirrels. squirrels. Sexual violence against squirrels is something that I feel very strongly no, they about. They are very no, they're, triggered right now. They're into I had a squirrel it. when I was a kid. Did you actually? You had a pet squirrel? No. Okay. I got lie. bitten by a squirrel once in London when I was a kid. Fucker. Was it because then people would be like, "Oh, there goes Cheryl with a squirrel." Yeah, squirrel. squirrely Cheryl. Squirrel. People, people, people say things yes like that. Yes, yeah. squirrel. And worse. Cheryl. Sh- yeah, you tried to command squirrel, squirrel and Cheryl, and you just came with Cheryl. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, just follow me and stuff. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Please, so. please follow. No, no, no. Okay. So, God. thank you, <laughs> thank you very much, Cheryl Tan, for having a public breakdown on our show. Oh my God, she's like the Britney Spears guy. What? The leave Britney alone person. That's what I'm with. It's a guy, right girl, guy, girl. I think he identifies what? as a. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What's her, what's their name again? I don't know. Anyway. Um, so thank you very much, Cheryl, for coming on the show. Thank you for um, opening yourself up to us and just, you know, to having a nice little conversation, talking a little bit about faculty as well. Um, guys, Irish songs. Six, six seasons in a movie. Watch six the faculty. Six seasons in a movie. Watch faculty. <laughs> um, it's exciting stuff happening in the local uh, TV scene. And I think, you know, if, if anything, we should be, we should, we should get behind daring content. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, if anything, just to encourage it and let it happen more. Yeah. A bit like, you know, how Wolf, uh, Deadpool enabled Wolverine. Exactly. Logan, I mean. And um, it wasn't intending to, it just happened to. Exactly, because because they had an audience. And I think it's time for us as an audience to kind of, you know, take responsibility over better content anyway. I'm just like Wolverine. Yeah. Ooh, speaking about audience uh, driving content, I have some stuff to read from fans. Ooh, stuff yes, let's do that. And then we will wrap fans. up the show. Sounds good. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask, because we read your shit. We have a couple of uh, thingies here. Uh, we t- <laughs> <laughs> There's two thingies. Exactly. What? Um, penis. Penis. Uh, oh, okay. 
we tweeted out your your uh, <laughs> back when you originally were supposed to come on Cheryl about a month ago. We tweeted out your address, your address, your social security, etc. No, but we we, we said <laughs> that's why people are stealing my identity. <laughs> um, but no, we have a couple questions directed at you. Oh my god! From our fans, for oh example, god. at Barry Bryant, he asks. Have you ever been involved with a not-so-cooperative person on a project? And if so, how did you deal with that situation? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, uh, once I was doing a show where the, the couple of people that I was working with were really unhappy. With what? Uh, production stuff. Like I was okay. the producer and I was fucking it up. Oh, um, and you, were the, them, you were the producer. Yeah, I was very inexperienced and I was very stressed out. So one of them uh, was, was, was pretty... Was, I was lucky I chose the right person. And one of them actually, like, really pulled through and, like, despite being unhappy, was, still, like, all about the work and, Professional. and gave me a good product. And the That's other always one, good. That's how you should The be. other one just completely tapped out. Not good. Like, checked out of the process or, like, literally like, would, checked out? No, no, like, would, would come to rehearsal and, like, sit around. Understood. And, like, bitch a little bit from time mm. to time. And then, that's so I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's not cool. But luckily, I had someone to, like, cover their slack. Huh. Yeah. So negative people, if you're in TV, then it's easy to avoid them because everyone in TV is shoot like, separately. Yeah, yeah, they they just you don't interact don't, very much. Like. People don't engage with each other that much in television. Mm, yeah. If you're in the theater, you have to just grin and bear it, lah. Yeah, because if you're close enough, you you're can literally having it. lunches together. You're going yep. through warm ups together. You do show. You're on the same physical space you, together. You have to try and be nice, to, not be nice to them, but like you have to try and open your heart to them and not let what they do affect you. Yeah, because I mean, in theater more so, I think than in TV, uh, like the cast is like they're really all in this together. Yeah, if you don't even have if, that ensemble yeah. feeling, then you're not gonna have a successful yeah, like, show. Even if they're all stars. Yeah. They 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 know who they are mm. and they see that they're all in this together. Are you trying to do a thing? So I mean like I want to okay. do it again. I love how communicable. <laughs> I'm reading a book called Nonviolent Communication that talks about how to try and change the language you use in confrontation so that you Interesting. can all come from a place of empathy and compassion. If you're having a serious conflict, that's something that you might want to check out. And it's by Marshall Rosenberg. What's more time? What's the title? Nonviolent Communication. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It's Basically, nice. passive aggression. No, no, no. <laughs> How to be or, a aggro. Or just communication. Yes, 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 yes. But anyway, please go ahead. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's really interesting. It's a, it's, a, it's a detailed language system that you can use to not make people feel defensive when you talk to them, mm. to express your needs, and yeah. to, to, to make requests and not demands, and to really kind of look at what another person is needing and feeling yeah. when they are saying something hurtful to I you. I feel like I'm pretty good at that, right, Nathan? What? I'll pass you a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good and fucking non-confrontational. No, but uh, th- those things also come naturally of like a yeah. better EQ. So like, I would mm. hope so. Yeah. Um, if if you are aware of your EQ being not as high, maybe check that book out. Um, but there's also ah oh, shit. What's it called? There's like um, it's something like ENFP, but it's a bit more specific. Not uh, so not Myers Briggs. No, no, one of those things. Mm. Um, I forgot what it's called, but they instead of going by the ENFP, INFJ, it goes by number number types. So okay. like you're a type one, you're a type two, type three, and I believe they have. Like, oh, your personality type. Like type one is really bossy. And no, the, no, no, it's not that. It's something oh, a little type, bit more complicated. A. There's twelve different kinds or something like that, uh-huh. and it comes. It's like a clock. And there's twelve different kinds, and like every single one. Oh gosh! Oh, look, look, look at that. that! Sounds interesting. Where's my phone? Because sure I do like in the bio. I do find the Mayor's Briggs thing very interesting. No, but this one is particularly accurate because I looked up. I can't remember what the test is called, but I looked up what I was, and um, you were definitely a four. You seem like a four. I think you might be right. Really? Even though you don't know what this rubric is, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was, I think it was number four, something like that, where like I. Um, 
I never dare to demand for things, mm. but I do things for people with the hopes that they will do things the same in return yeah, for me. Yeah, that sounds about right. And that is okay, but it could also, in the long term, Type create no. It can create um, uh, feel like you're a manip- no, a manipulative ah, uh, kind that makes of sense. approach to 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 dealing with people. And when I read that, I was like, huh. Huh. That is a very real problem that I might have in the future. Where like I, I never outrightly ask someone for help because I'm very stubborn that way. Yeah. Oh, but I, I will be. You, I helped you with that. Then. Maybe I won't help you again in the future yeah. if you don't. You know. Yeah, but like I, I have, I have done things to help people. Most times I, I help people because it's just gonna be fun. But there are some times where I can consciously pick out the times where I help people with things because like I needed banking. their help. I needed their help in the future. But I would never dare to ask for it. But hopefully the day that I do nudge at it a little bit, mm. they would go like, oh, he helped me, so I'll help like, him. That kind of thing. Yeah, but um, you're not to the point where you're like, since I did this for yeah, you, exactly. therefore you um, But yeah, this whole thing, it goes through a very detailed... It's a, it, like the, the amazing thing is that it gives you like a whole detailed explanation of like the possibilities and like right. roughly... That's cool. I would like to take that test. I don't roughly... I don't usually believe in these things, but um, it was... It was just well-written. It was it a well-written assessment. Di- yeah, it was a well-written assessment of, like, personality types. And um, I've heard that this system is also very useful for psychiatrists. Um, because uh, when you visit a new psychiatrist or, like, you start with a new shrink or something, um, you can just tell them, like... you can Yo, inter- I'm an ENFP4. Something like that. Yeah. You can introduce them to the people in your I lives by giving numbers. Area. I say, oh, so like, uh, I'm a three, but my mother's an eight, and my dad's at nine. And if the psychiatrist is qualified enough and knows all these things very well, because it's a whole study. They'll give you a, they'll have an accurate profile. Exactly. It's like shorthand. They will know exactly what your life is like if you are able to identify the people in your life. So it's like, instead of saying, oh, my mom is like this, my dad is like this, my best friend's like this, you can just go like, oh, it's three, five, and nine. Assess me. (laughs) That kind of thing, you know? (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Thank you for that question, Barry. Thank Brian. you. Uh, we got one more that wasn't specifically directed at show, but I think this is perfect for the three of us to talk about. This is from Tori. Tori Go. She says, hello, John and Nathan. New listener here. Have been binge listening to your she's. Shiz? Shiz. Shiz. They really... Double E. She's. They really make getting ready in the morning a hell of a lot easier and enjoyable. Um... Semicolon close parentheses. Mm-hmm. I'm currently yeah. planning to study abroad and would really appreciate it if you guys can share some advice on adapting to a new environment, culture, mm. and people. Also, I realize that it's hard to avoid thoughts on society standards these days. Do you guys that believe in societal standards? Fuck it or follow fuck it or follow it. <laughs> Shit. Fuck it or follow it. Thanks and love you all. Um less than sign number three. Yeah, number three. So Cheryl, you studied overseas. Yeah, overseas is the place to to, to to really just to not be. care. Yeah, uh-huh. dude, she studied with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Do you know that? I didn't study with Lin-Manuel Miranda. I just went to his school. He's way older than I am and more successful. <laughs> He's way more successful than many of us. He's not as old as we think he is. That's the worst part. What is like, he, like 38? I think he's like 34, 35. Wow. Okay, so you want to adapt to a new environment? Don't worry too much about it. Go out and like you can, you have lots and lots of space to fail like super in all aspects of life. So yeah. just... Yeah. Go throw things at the wall and see what sticks, man. Pretty much. I Don't think, be a dick. Yes. That's very important. Try. I think one of the most valuable parts of studying overseas or like um, going to a completely new environment is the opportunity to reset. Mm. I think that's a very valuable thing that people aren't... When I say reset, I don't literally mean like... Wipe your slate Like clean. Agent 47 style, like find a new identity <laughs> and passport. I'm talking about like 
be the person that you were always too afraid to be. You know, I yeah. think we build a lot of walls when we go to secondary school, JC, Polly, whatever it is, because we we are around the same people all the time and we tend to identify with like what we think we know is ourselves. And when you're away from your society that you grew up in, you get to see the parts of you that you really want to stay there and the parts of you that you've you never, really wanted to yeah. be yeah, there for other people. The parts of you that you've never been able to truly connect with. And mm. because you're alone in a new place, you have new friends, um, you know, it's now is the time or then is the time to really... And this is going to sound super typical, but they always say, oh, like, college is when you explore and find yourself. But no, that is very true. You really do find yourself and you truly, I think you truly become an adult during university because you're functioning by yourself. You're realizing how you function by yourself, your working patterns, your interpersonal relationships. And it carries over to everything you do in the future, your work life, your social life. I don't feel like an adult yet. Yeah. You get there. We we do things that are... adult ish yeah but look you pay your particular it's it's definitely a it's definitely a step in the you pay your own bills though right do do your own do your own laundry Mm. yep in college that's a step towards your laundry paying your paying your phone bills i think that's big steps i'm excited for you tori i think you're gonna have a great time i don't know if you're going you know wherever you're going states the uk australia have fun yeah put yourself out there that's the most important thing it's very tempting and very easy when you're alone by yourself to just hide yeah. and like watch Netflix and play the PlayStation all day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, join join things. Do things. Audition yeah. for things that you Go might not clubs. even be a part of. Go to yeah. clubs. Try, and like, try some new nonsense. Dude, and savor everything try, you can yeah. because, man, the three, four years of your uni, they go by fast. Uh-huh. You'd be surprised. Yeah. And like, you, you look back and you're like, man, I could have gone to this museum. I could have checked out that thing. I could have gone to more class. restaurants. No joke. I could have fucked that one dude. Yeah, what? I, that too. But Seriously? no joke. I lived with a lot I, I still have a lot of regret of my time in Boston that I didn't use it better. Like, yeah, I, I had a lot too. of fun in Boston, uh, in Berkeley. I had a very valuable experience, but I look back, I think about it every day and go, like, I could have gotten more. Yeah. I could have done more. I could have met more people. I could have experienced life a bit more. I Learned different yeah, things. Yeah, but I decided to yeah. stay in my apartment and just be not social. Mm. So, you know, it sucks for me. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't have to suck for you. Exactly. Because yeah. you, I mean, if you come back to Singapore or wherever you're from when you're done and... You think about, man, I really wish I could have gone, you know, to the... Like, for example, I think about New York. I, I've never been to the Guggenheim Museum. I've never been to the Met. Nah, <laughs> what a loser. That's what I'm saying. Really? That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. So, suck the marrow out of life as you can because uni is going to be fun. Um, be safe. Use protection. Be safe. Use protection. Yeah. Sure. Wear a helmet. When, if you're going to do drugs, do the research, you know. Check you out arrowid.org and, like, just don't, don't you know, just, just make sure that you're safe. We're not endorsing any of that. That was so sh- Ow, my knee. Oh, so if, you were, if you were thinking about Karma. doing things, you know, oh, I hit my knee on the table. Just take it seriously and have yeah. fun. That's what happens when Nathan starts talking about drugs. He gets all guilty. He's like, oh, oh, I don't know why Nathan would feel guilty about drugs. Oh, my knee. Seeing so as he's never experienced any of them before. I need drugs from my knee right now. Holy shit, that hurt. Oh, yeah, that was pretty like solid contact. Over the whole table like... shifted underneath us, you guys. No, like, it, it hit like the top of my kneecap. The, the patella. Oh, good patella contact. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Alright, I think it's time to end the episode. Okay. I think that's a, a weird but appropriate <laughs> note to go out on. Okay. And it's on my bad knee as well. Holy shit. Watch my show. Watch The Faculty Mondays to Thursdays on Channel 5 as well as uh, you can catch up on Toggle.sg. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very cool show. It has a really pretty cast apparently. Super good looking. Super good looking. Woo! Follow Cheryl on the Instagrams and Twitter at the Cheryl Tan. You can see it all in the show notes. Yes. Uh, we've talked a lot about social media. 
Um, uh, so you know, you know, the, you know what's up. Yeah, you you know what's up. We talked about social media. We talked about traditional media. We sang the Irish national anthem. Why are we, why are we talking like this is the intro? I don't know. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much, Cheryl, for your time. Thank you. And before Thanks, before we leave, we have uh, we, we we sign off and let the audience know. We had a good time by saying thanks for the hang in your own special way, so. Thanks for the Thanks for the hand. I really wish I was in a barbershop quartet. Side boobs, yeah. Side boobs are perfectly acceptable. Just no, just no nipples or whatever.